Hi, it's Dixie. <clears throat> Thanks for joining me for um, a little bit of a special episode. Um, I'm leaving shortly to go and record an episode with my wonderful Nan Joyce. Um, she doesn't understand what a podcast is at all. Uh, she keeps asking me, what do I need to do? <laughs> um, but don't worry, I, I didn't like, twist her arm or anything to come on the show. She, she's always done whatever she can, literally, to help me my whole life. You know, she's a proper nan. Um, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin to tell you with all the time she's helped me out and just been there for me in the past. Um, I, I don't want to tell you too much about her before the episode um, because I can leave that up to her. But it was really important for me to get an episode recorded with her. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you'll know that I mentioned it in episode three with Johnny. Uh, and it's not just because, you know, she's she's in her 80s and she grew up in a much different Birmingham than the one we live in now. Uh, which is interesting obviously in itself but on a, on like a personal level she's the only grandparent that I've got left um, I've been close with all my grandparents um, you know it's a, it's a different kind of love than what you have from your parents it's not more or less it's, it's just different and I've just been really lucky to have her in my life so yeah that's the, the thinking the sort of like headspace that I'm in going into this um, just to have a conversation between me and her that I, I can keep forever. I hope it goes well, and I hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for agreeing to do it, Nan. We're recording now. Okay. Um, can you keep that here? Because I, I do need that to pick up me as well. How do you? Do yeah. I have to talk in No, nah, it, it can pick you no. up from where you are. Okay. It can pick you up from where it is. No, yeah. that's yeah. all right then. Yeah. The radio in our days was accumulator. We had a radio and yeah. we used to have to have an accumulator and fetch it from the bike shop. And what sort of things did they talk about? Did they have like football games or...? Oh, they talked about everything. Like they'd get football on and everything you can think of, what to do today. They did this on the radio, yeah, on the, on the wireless years ago. Okay, no worries. So what, what year was you born now? I was born on the 7th of May, 1940. And uh, you was, your family was living in Ladywood? I, we was living in Spring Hill, Ladywood, Inglewood Street, number 65. Well, what was it like growing up around there? Was it like, because that was like post-war? Wasn't oh, it? It, World War II. everybody helped everybody. We had nothing. Everybody could leave the doors open. Um, if anybody wanted anything fetched, they used to give us a penny, uh, which was a lot of money then. We had the White Swan opposite us. That was the, our rendezvous because I had seven sisters and two brothers. We had the White Swan across the road, another one down the road, we had three pubs in our road, in English streets. Um, uh, was it normal to have that many kids back in, in those days, yeah, because, um, you know, they, they never, you know, never bothered, you just had, they just had them. But there again, not everybody had large families, because a friend, she was an only child, so it's all the cording. You know what the parents and our mom 
and now that is gorgeous, lovely. Just idolised them. Dad died when he was 49 with TB. And um, we all had to go for tests in, in Corporation Street. And um, there was only me who couldn't fight against it. So I had to um, have a, go to the hospital in the open air, you know, for, to get some fresh air into me. And, in the hospital, so... Uh, so you, you actually had TB? I, I, was, I would have had it if Dad lived longer. I would have very likely caught it off him. Because I was... Everybody had injections, and there was only mine, but never, never took. So, of course, I was only eight at the time. And then I had to go to sunray treatment to get the sun and get my body used to clean air and everything. They don't do that anymore though. But, do they they? but saying that, they don't do nothing like that now. No. You know, everything's changed. Then I was in hospital with um, Quinzies. What's Quinzies? Like tonsillitis, but very much stronger because it could choke you. Oh yeah. If yeah. you couldn't have your tonsils, you have to have your tonsils like more or less, you know straight away so you got them removed i had to have them removed when i was about 10 right was it about that age um that you nearly got took on a boat by a paedophile hey you, you told me a story before and i definitely wanted to get it on here <laughs> that you was playing out with your friends i don't know yeah, how old yeah, you was. i mean yeah i think i was about nine it might have been nine or it might have been seven because i thought i was going out to meet my friends at um, Monument Road, there's a, a lake, um, a canal up there, and um, I was walking along the canal, and this guy said, uh, oh hello, he said, um, do you want me to uh, buy you some sweets? I said, oh, I'm waiting for my friends, but yes, I'll, I'll come with you for some sweets. I was walking along the canal, and this guy, a friend of mine, he said, Joyce, he was walking along the canal and he said to me, Joyce, what are you doing here? Who's this guy? He said, she's going to um, buy me some sweets. So he said, no, he's not. And he ran off and he took me home. And because uh, by this time, mum had got the police, you know, going to get the police to see where I was because I was gone, for, you know, for an hour or so. Was you scared? Or was you just like, it's normal? I just thought it was a normal thing. So, I don't know, I got home, got shouted at and then loved. <laughs> so, that was an experience. Don't ever, ever get stopped by anybody and ask if you want some sweets, because it's a con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a con. Um, any other funny stories from back then? I remember you telling me one before about when you were... Uh, tried a cigarette. One of my brothers, he was named Bob, and uh, there was all smoking, and we said, said to our Bobby, how do you smoke? He said, I'll show you how to smoke. So we rolled up some newspaper, and we all put it in our mouth, and it set a light, and I couldn't get it out of my mouth quick enough, and my bottom lip all burnt. <laughs> and it was really, really painful, and I've never smoked from that day to this. I would never, never, never smoke. <laughs> Too scared of burning <laughs> Too scared. your lip. Because I mean, cigarettes, mum used to smoke. 
She used to smoke from vines. They don't exist no more. Dad used to smoke. My, our mum's mum never used to smoke. But, um, really, a lot of us in the family never smoked. You know, it was quite good at, you know, not smoking, considering your parents smoked, so. Yeah, did that, was everyone else because of the lip thing, all your brothers and sisters? No, or? no, we just had a laugh, we could have a laugh about it. Because this house we lived in, in English Street, because you had no electric light in them days, you had to have um, fan light, um, fanny bar gas lights, you have to use the light like a candle, and you used to have to light them. Uh, we was lucky because our toilet was outside, only outside, where the house next door where our gran lived, she lived up an entry, and there was about 12 houses, and there was about five, six toilets up there. Oh, and they all had to share it? And they all had to share, like, And know, they was all outside? They was all outside. That's horrible. Yeah. yeah. That's horrible. And because in those days, you never had washing machines or anything like that. We just have to go into the brew house, up the entry, up the yard, in the yard, to get, if it was your day, to do your washing, your time of day, you just have to do your washing. I hate pooing outside. In outside toilets. And outside toilets. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. do it. I need to be comfortable. And the well, spiders everywhere. I mean, in, I mean, in them days, people could, we couldn't afford news um, toilet roll. We used to have to cut up newspaper <laughs> to get the toilet with. Did you get newspaper for free? Well, we used to buy the, the newspaper. It was a weight of penny. Right. Or three halfpence. And what about gas? How did you get that? The gas. Mm, for the that, candles, for the lights. The, well, we had funny boy of gas light. We used to have to light it with um, the light, with um, a, a lighter. So there's always gas coming out of it? There was wait, no, there was some gas coming out of it, yeah. Yeah. So we had an, a, a, a stove, a gas stove, and we all used to have to bath in the kitchen because we never had a bathroom, never had a bath. We had a tin bath, and we used to, Mum used to put the bath in the living room. And uh, we used to all have to get in the same water and have a bath. And used to argue who was going to have a bath the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or who's not going to have who's it last. Have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember once, like, you know, fireplace, like, we used to have the guard drain the fire. I was drawing the fire up once. The newspaper went straight up the chimney and set the chimney on fire. <laughs> and we had to have the fire brigade out. Those sort of things, like, to me, Growing up in this time made me think, oh, I'm like things are better now. Things are a lot better now than it was back then. I'm glad I didn't have to share a bath with my brothers in the living room. But what what things would you say was better back then compared to today? I think friend people being friendly. People was very 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 friendly, and people would give you the last penny if you had just nothing in the cupboard because everything was on ration in the war, two ounces you could have, two ounces of butter, pound of sugar, and everything was on ration, you had to use your ration book. Do you think people was more um, together like that because everyone was the same level everybody, of poverty? Nobody ever tried to outdo each other because everybody was the same. But, nothing. So what I'm saying is, do you think that is bred by, uh, like some, because nowadays, there's loads of different levels of having money. Oh, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So people see other things and get jealous and they yeah, maybe want to steal it or get to that. 
but back then it was everyone like the more or less like the working class was all the same all the same the working class was it was all struggling so they would do each other over yeah everybody struggled like you know so but we was, we was all happy we was happy families and like the white swan across the road everybody knew the Davies because my name was Davy D-A-V-I-E and everybody knew the Davy family because being a big family you know, I've always spelt your maiden name D A V E Y. Ah, uh, no, D A V I E. Yeah. Oh, really? It's very rare you get it spelt D A V I E. Yeah, no, I've never heard it. It's like, like my name is Dix now, and that's spelt D I X, where the line is D I C K. I'm glad it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I always say when I'm in the shop, what's your name? Joyce Dix. And it's D I X, because everybody. Don't write register, you know, being the other way around. No, no, yeah. So, yeah. Is that Welsh, David? Is that what you're from? Yeah, I think it is Welsh. We're not 100% sure. Uh, no, I think, um, I think it's Scottish, you know, Welsh and David. Spelt that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be. I think our, our nan, because my mum, she was the, her name, Christian name, was Welsh. Her first name? That was our mum's maiden name. Oh, yeah. really? It was Welsh. Flossy Welsh. Welsh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And we used to get the pictures. Every Saturday afternoon with sixpence, we used to go to the Lyric. And we used to have sixpence to go with. Where was that? In the town centre? No, no. It was that off Monument Road. Oh, okay. Dougie Road. Sorry, Dougie Road. And um, we could have sixpence. Um, you could go into the upstairs in the cinema. In the cinema was called The Lyric. Um, there was a cake shop, Bainsies, across the road. And if we went in the Fortney Aitneys, we could spend the rest on broken up cakes and we used to have broken up cakes for three apens that was one penny and half a penny i'm getting very confused now with all the currency yeah when did that change and was it hard when you could have got rid of sixpence and twopence and stuff like i was brought up in pound shillings and pence because like when you're at decimal there was 12 12 pennies in the 12 pennies in the shilly where now there's only 10 pennies in a shilling. Well, shillings don't exist now, do they? No, it's a 5p. I mean a 5p. A 5p was a shilling. Right, okay. We call that a shilling. A 5p was a shilling. Like, like we would call a pound a quid. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. How, how, I just don't get how it can get from people spending like a penny and a, and a shilling on stuff to now, it's like, yeah, tenner. Like yeah. how, how, how has that happened? Because you must have seen that. Oh, money, money's then is just unbelievable. What it was, like three apens, threepence, sixpence, ten shilling notes. I mean, we had all them, but now you don't. It's, it's just a big shock when you, when you, it's all changed over from pound shillings and pence. Was it like a, an announcement though? Like... Oh, was yeah, the government they like, we're not the, doing shillings now, or uh, did it slow? The government, was it slow? Uh, they said, like, you know, we're changing over to de- decimal. And like, we're getting rid of the pound shillings and pence. And we're going all decimal. 
and then when that first happened was like things still cheap in the sense of like a couple pennies and it's just like grown from then to now everything bring decimal was seen twice as much as anything else in the world oh really yeah i mean like when we used to buy a pair of shoes we used to pay one pound 29p like 30 shilling and you know pay, um buying a pair of shoes of that that much like in them days and because we had to go to um because we couldn't afford shoes and uh, pumps and things like that so we used to have to go to um, the welfare and that we used to be in corporation street is that like a charity a charity corporation street and um we used to they used to give us pumps or shoes whatever we needed Oh, that was good. Yeah. Was that for like all? Everybody. Everybody. Everybody who couldn't afford to buy shoes and pumps and that. A lot of different things in Corporation Street like now, but they don't. It's not there no more. I know there was a lot more pubs when you were younger, but was, oh, was there yeah. a lot more like youth centres as well? Um, not so many youth centres. A lot of parks and there was a lot of pubs. Because people used to go to the pubs a lot, hadn't they, in them days? And they used to like the half a pint. You too. It's gone. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, you used to like a, like a pint. Like, you know, a pint was the life of people's lives then. You ever like a pint? No. No, no. your drink? We used to uh, have to go and fetch our mum half a pint in half a pint of uh, beer from the White Swan. In the jug every Sunday dinner time. I mean, now they wouldn't let children uh, carry off a pint. Of and did you bring it back to the house? Yeah. That's cool. So you didn't have to drink it in the pub. You could take it to you go. You could take it to our mum in there. That's why she was cooking the dinner. But she loved that. I'd love that. Half a pint in the jug, and uh, you know, you used to do things like that. Well, when you got a bit old, then what was your drink if you didn't like beer? Um, I used to like vodka. Oh yeah. I used to like dangerous that. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is, and then some wine. Yeah, I was never one for drinking much anyway. No. I mean, the biggest thing was when I went to work when I was fourteen, and we could go and have a bath at the washing baths for a shilling. There used to be on Monument Road. There used to be um, the washing baths and the swimmers. So the swimming baths and the washers and it was Friday we used to go there and you could have a bath of your own in the bath and they used to give you a clean towel and some soap and it used to cost us a shilling. And was it worth every penny? Every penny a shilling. No. Yeah. And your proper treat. Yeah, because having a bath in your, in a private room on your own. <laughs> Can't imagine it, can no, you? No, no. Well, you must have felt rich. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about so again like just moving on a little bit when you was a bit older where did you used to go to like party and stuff like that uh, we, I used to go to um, the Black Horse that used to be in Northfield I've been there it's a Weatherspoons now oh is it yeah oh. yeah Black Horse the Black Horse Black Horse or the Dark Horse no yeah that's Mosley yeah the Black Horse yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the Black Horse in Northfield and we used to go to a club in Wheelie Castle and um used to be uh, in Sunny Oak. We used to, there used to be a disco, every rock. 
in Sunday Oak down one of the cellars, and we used to go there with heavy rock because I like heavy rock. Yeah. Use the headband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang, yeah. <laughs> Every, every rock. Did you have a mosh pit? Well, no, because we was all, you know, all friendly and it just everybody loved that type of music who went there. Yeah. Oh, it was nice. How did you end up moving from, um, like, South Birmingham, where you was, like Ladywood, Wheeler Castle, Northfield, over no. to the sides? How did that happen? Was that through my granddad? Um, when we moved, it was after the war. I was uh, in my 20s, I think, or later. Because I'd met my husband then, Michael, because he had a butcher's shop on Spring Hill. And I met him in the butcher's shop. And that was after the war, and because all the houses had to be knocked down. So, because a lot of them had been bombed. And um, we moved up to North, we lived in Pipeys then. We bought a house in Pipeys. And that's where Sight Stephen, and, well, Stephen was born used to, was born in Ladywood. Oh, okay, so he was born, my dad was born over there before yeah, you, yeah. when you was there and then you moved over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was that just because over here was a like less bombed? No, no, because a lot of people lived in, went and lived in Harbour, uh, Northfield, Wheelie Castle, but you see my husband had a shop and he had the shop in Great Bath. Oh, right. So it was better for us to, have to come this side of town. So, and then a bit later on in years, we moved up to Great Bar. Okay. Was you I, glad? I used to work in Piper, I used to work for the Valor then for 33 years. Valor Gas? The Valor Gas fires. Was that good? And that was a good, good laugh. We enjoyed going to work and people enjoyed each other's company. Because working them days was an enjoyment to go to work because you laughed. You had a gap, you played it up. You know, the, gap, the gaffers would listen to what the workers were saying. But today, everything's changed. Was that a bit more friendly? It was a friendly environment, yeah. 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 Why do you think that's changed? Well, it's the years, isn't it? They, what authorities come about? Isn't it, you know, authority this and authority that. People get a bit power mad. Yeah, yeah. Are you glad that you moved from south to north Birmingham or looking back would you prefer to stay that side? No, I like it up here. It's a nice area, great bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Pipeys, that was nice as well when we lived there. So, I mean, working at the Valor, I was only 10 minutes from, you know, work. But coming, moving up here, Michael, that was my husband, he uh, said you'll have to learn to drive and I was um, in my 30s then, I was 30, 30, yeah, 32, 33 when I learned to drive. Was it hard to pass your tests? I passed the third time. Third time? Yeah. That's not too bad, I've done five and still not passed. Yeah, I'll do it. And, uh, I want to get it done this year. Yeah, I do, do want to get it done this year. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm going to learn automatic, not gears. Yeah, well, I, I would because I have. I always had a Mini, and Minis was the most loveliest car on the roads. Everybody knew every, everybody with a Mini. Everybody picture all waved and everything to you because people who drove the Mini, you loved your Mini. <laughs> It was a lovely car. Yeah, you had I that had, little black one, didn't you? And I had two 
and uh, and my third and then the other one yeah 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 so it was lovely loved it they're just really low to the ground wasn't they hard yeah. to get into i had, well that's i had to give it up um mm. i had to get a different one because uh, there was the very low but there was a fantastic car and i loved it was it because of arthritis so when when did that come about because uh obviously as you do i will really as i'm getting old i'm nearly 30. Yeah. I'm worried I'm going to get arthritis yeah. one day. So when, when did that sort of come about and how did you know? Um, when you start with your, your aches and pains and then like my hands, I've got them in my hands, in my hands and I've had, uh, I've had my hips replaced, my knees replaced, my shoulders replaced. Um, Usually like half metal. Yeah, cratanium I mean. Prasinium. Prasinium. Yeah. Okay. I used to go on lectures with all the doctors to show them what I could do with all, you know, they used to call me the robot. <laughs> uh, you, you was one of the first people, wasn't you, yeah, to get one, the... Yeah, one of the robot to have all these many operations, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, like my whole life, I've always thought of you whenever I'm in a situation like, like for, the, for example, the dentist, if I'm having a tough <laughs> out. I always think of you because you're so so brave when it comes to um, going to like hospital and think you're just like yeah well it happens get over it. I remember you telling me was it last year or the year before about your needle in your eye yeah, that you yeah. had to have, and I just can't imagine it. And I always think oh, if if my nan if my nan Joyce can do it, then I yeah. can get through it as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite I'm a good healer as well because I had quite a few operations. I had one of my sons. Simon, Dougie Road Hospital, and Mr. Miller, that was his surgeon who looked after me. He gave me internal and I screened the head off. So he said we'll have to investigate straight away. So he investigated straight away and um, part of me inside, you're going gangly. So they had to, I had to have part of me inside, take this inside, took away my stomach, my ovaries, fallopian tube. And I was at the age of 28, so they kept part of me over because I'd only been 20, 28. I was too young to have a hysterectomy. Was that like the worst um, hospital experience that you've had in your life? Um, yeah, yeah. I've what if that was, but I, I'm a good recoverer, for, you know, I'm not. I think oh, I can't do this. I can't. I try and force myself to do things, and um, you know, so I just push myself. But one one time, I had a, an abscess under my arm, and that was a horrible thing because <laughs> I used to have to go every um, every other day to have the swab took out and the clean swab put in, and that wasn't very nice. <laughs> no, it hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, it hurt that did, yeah. But um, no, but apart from that, oh, I wouldn't have had, don't get going under sunbeds and lying in the sun too long because I was a sun worshipper and... Did you just put cooking oil on you? I used to, um, we used to put some oil on us, yeah, don't know whether it was cooking, uh, but there again, I've had one, two, about four cancer moles moved off. Um, when you get older, your skin gets marks come on it underneath your skin, you know, because it like 
um, damages like your pores and that. So I wouldn't advise anybody, but if anybody wants to do it, it's up to them. Yeah. Well, you spent a lot of time abroad as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we went to the Caribbean once and um, that was lovely. The Caribbean. Um, went to Barbados. Stopped overnight in Barbados and went on to the Caribbean. So yeah, yeah, it was lovely. I had our own bungalow on the, on the beach. And at Cyprus, that was lovely. Portugal, Benidorm. How come you never moved abroad? Did you just want to stay in England, in Birmingham? I don't think I could stand the heat every day. Yeah. To wake up to the sun every day, I think I'd be melting. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, it makes you feel nice. It makes you feel nice, but it's nice to have some cool days where you, you think, oh, you know, let me put a jumper on. <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. Um, what advice would you have for someone who's who's young and grown up today? Well, if you want to achieve something, you've got to go out and do it. And just try yourself what you can achieve. If somebody else has done this and you try to do it, sometimes it won't work for you. Or sometimes it'll work better. And yeah, sometimes it does work better. But, you know, you've just got to try and persevere mm -hmm. with what. Always be trying to be friendly with people which I talk to people all the time and... I think people are scared today that so, a lot of people take kindness for weakness. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what's created like a, a bit of a moody mentality yeah, with strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because today it's, uh, it is, you've only got to look at somebody the wrong way, they don't like it. So in our day, I mean, everybody was friendly, you could play skipping rope across the road, the awesome cart used to come with the coal, and the coal men like, you know, and then we used to have to go, if the cart, if the, there was shortage of coal, we used to have to um, walk miles to get get under the way to coal. How many miles? Oh God, a few, about three miles sometimes. And you'd have to carry it back? We used to have to push it back and we used to have to take the pram. And one of my sisters, Barbara, she says to me now, Oh, you always used to moan, I'm not going to go and get the cold, it's too cold. We've got everybody up. They used to have um, a, coal, a coal place down the bottom of Inglewood Street, in Stewart Street. That's where we went to junior school. And there used to be a coal yard just around the corner. And of course, if they run out of coal, they only had slack. You just have to just bring some slack to keep, keep the fire going. Was that like just pieces of wood slack? Um, because uh, it's all bits of coal, bits of slack, oh, right. black slack. Right, right, right. It's all black. Like, it's no, like, I don't know. I don't know nothing about coal. Salt, I've never. Like it's like salt. They're all black. Right. Like all bottom of the bag. Black, sort yeah, of stuff. yeah, yeah. And because um, they then they used to, we, that's when we used. To, I, I lived in Springhill. And we used to have to go all the way down to um, Street and um, Saltler to get the next bag of coal. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned school. I did want to ask you actually about that. What What was school like back then? You've never really talked about. It. Did you just get the cane? Oh my God! When you was in the juniors or anything, if you was a talking or done something, you used to have the ruler thrown at you. You used to have the. the the, the chalk thrown at you, clip up the ear, 
Was it all the teachers like that, or just strict yeah. ones? The, Mrs. Miss Jones was the worst one. <laughs> in Stewart's, uh, she was a little devil. Well, the big woman. She was a little devil. She was. We're allowed to swear on this if you want to call her a bitch or something. Yeah, I'm married. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. A bitch. Yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so um, that was it. Like you know, you know, very good days. But our days in the war was very good. Okay. We had nothing. Nobody had nothing. The rag and bone man used to go. We used to get the rag and bone shop to see what they've got. I don't know what a rag and bone shop is. A rag and bone. Or rag and bone man. Well, you, they used to come there. Got any old clothes? Now a lot of charity shops today. Uh, and then the sell them on. Posh, they're posher like you know today than what they was then because everything used to be thrown on a cart. And then when you went to the charity shop. Uh, there was um, three balls hanging outside saying it was the charity shop. Oh, right. So they used to get the clothes off people and sell them. And you could go and um, take things in and like if it, you know, whatever it was worth. Like credit. On credit. Like it had, they called it the pawn shop and they had three black balls. Oh, yeah. I said, you do still get that sort of thing today. Yeah. And we had the Spring Hill Library in Monument Road and uh, Dudley Road. And it's still there today because it's a listed building. Oh, is it? So, yeah. Uh, That's going to be over 200 years old. I've talked to, um, obviously, a few people, done a few episodes of this now, and a a common reoccurrence with Birmingham is the the architecture. Like some of the buildings around Birmingham, north and south, are like lovely. They're really, really nice. Oh, God, yeah, yes, they are. I mean, we used to go into town regular. We used to. um, Go and meet my sister-in-law in town. We used to go to on a Thursday, and we used to go to the the Odeon Cinema. In That's the, still there in New Street and yeah. the Forum, but I don't think the Forum's still there. The Paradise Forum. Is that what it's called? If that's where you mean, it's, it's not the, there the, anymore. It's like the, the very top end. But past the town hall, just yeah. past the town hall. Yeah, it's it's gone now. But um, I was there on the weekend doing a, a charity event, and they've um. They've done it up, I didn't even know, but they've done it yeah. up like the fountains back there, yeah, but it had yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll start to wrap up a little bit because um, yeah. I know you want to get your chippy, and I do as well, my, my stomach's rumbling. Um, so I'll get into the last few questions. One of, what, first of all, have you got any questions for me that you want me to answer on here? Have you enjoyed me talking about my days? Yeah, I've enjoyed it, but for me, it's like. We always talk about this sort of stuff anyway, if I come over. Yeah. Which I haven't come over to your house in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've enjoyed it because yeah, we haven't yeah. had this um, sort of chat yeah. in a while. Because we used to have a talk about the old days all the time, you know, and because how people dress and everything is, everything's changed in the dress wear and everything. Right. And that, like, like I'm talking to my grandson, he's is more confident than where I used to be when I was younger. Which grandson, me? Yeah. You know, like me talking, because me, I get all mixed up with me talking. I go cock-hearted half the time. Um, so, yeah, there's two questions that I always finish with, um, and they're always the same questions. So the first one is, do you think you'll stay in Birmingham forever, basically? Um, so I ask it a different way. Are you glad you've stayed in Birmingham your life, your whole life, and why? I mean, like, I'm 81 now. 
And you look beautiful. I wished I'd have travelled more. We went to a few places, me and my husband. We went to a lot of places and we used to go to Cornwall a lot and Devon. That was our favourite places as well. I suppose if I come to think, I suppose I would have liked to live down Cornwall. Mm. Cornwall, York is a nice, nice place to live. Every New Year we used to always go away to Devon for the New Year and we used to have a time of our lives, like, you know. Did you, would you go out down there? We used to, yeah, we, well, there was always parties at the hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you were stopped in hotels? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know you had that little tradition as well. Yeah, we used to go every, every New Year after Christmas. And all the same people was there every year. Oh, really? So you all got together? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you only knew them through? They, they only knew them for going there every year, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Do you still speak to any of those people? No, no, I don't know them, no. No, yeah. No. Oh. Um, the last question then is who would you choose it can be anyone uh famous not famous uh dead or alive like john my friend johnny he um said jr tolkien for his answer who wrote lord of the rings so he's he's long gone but um what brummy would you like to see on the show like who would you like to meet see me have sat down have a chat with for another episode Let's have a talk with Boris Johnson. Yeah, no, but he's not a brummie. No, I mean a woman. Not, no, no, a brummie from someone from Birmingham. Oh, yeah, not so London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who would... Do you know how we've sat down and had this yeah, chat today? Yeah. Who would you like me to do that with, like, in the future? Like, someone um, from Birmingham? I haven't got one favourite person who I'd like to have a conversation with because I could No, who you'd like to hear me have a conversation with? You? Yeah. Um, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Nan. No, thanks for me uh, letting me record it. Just kiss. Love you. I think, I think you put some weight on around your shoulders, didn't you? In a good way. You know, you know I'm tuned.